Hello, and welcome to So You Think You Can Record an Episode Without Jacob. I'm your host, Sergio, and with me here today is uh, Matt, Kai, and Michael, ready to record yet another SCP Foundation episode with without Mr. Greg Chudley. How is everyone doing today? I'm doing good. I'm missing Greg Chudley. I'm, I'm missing not. Greg Chudley, and I'm under the weather. And by under the weather, I mean I'm using a voice-dampening speaker, so that way the... Uh, the, the viewers listening to this cannot identify me as a government official. Okay. Yep, that is how it's supposed to... That is the, that is the lore. That is the lore I'm going with. Okay. Anyhow, what have we got today? Uh, well, well, what we have today is you not posting your SCP and fanfic links. Yeah. yeah. Well, gee, I wasn't planning asshole. on going first. But alright, if you insist... I, I didn't say you're going first. Every, well, thank you, Sergio. I appreciate this opportunity. You just got voluntold. You're going first. It's too late. Uh, Matt's, Matt's going, Matt's going first. first. <clears throat> this is a fucked up one that I found earlier today. I'm feeling really good that I found this one. Oh, no. Sweet. Matt found his titty oh, monster. No. I'm scared. SCP-1875. Does it? Is my voice doubling up? I don't think it is. No. It sounds no. like it is to me. Okay, I thought I heard that I last think you're time. Fine. Okay, you know maybe you, maybe you should like try doing a test. Also, uh, also, also, my, my my eyes zoomed in on the words chess, and I understand why you picked this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, what? <clears throat> SCP one eight seven five. It is a Euclid object class. Next scheduled November seventy seven exercise. Was in progress, now cancelled. <clears throat> we believe that... Uh, oh, hold on. We'll, we'll read that later. Alright. Uh, special okay. containment procedures. SCP-1875 must never come within transmission range of any wireless data network. The machine's container must be enclosed by a Faraday cage, and it must have Ooh. a fully mechanical locking mechanism. The holding site's full-time staff must include at least two network security experts, one armed security guard, and one child psychology specialist. When the machine is fully assembled and activated, the speed adjustment lever on SCP-18753 may not be set to V, maximum speed, without direct supervision by the site's level 4 supervisor. Electronic devices with data storage capacity may not be introduced to the facility. Formerly... There was an exception during Exercise 1875, November 77. And all individuals must be screened for such devices prior to entering the holding site. Formerly, in the event of Exercise 1875, November 77, Overwatch HQ will permit one designated and clearly marked laptop commuter to be taken into SCP-1875's primary shielded container. Upon completion of November 77, facility staff must ensure this designated laptop is shredded in the facility's scrap metal shredder. Currently, research data may only be removed from the container in the form of a paper printout. Any evidence of 1875-IMG-1AB exposure must be reported immediately to Overwatch HQ. SCP-1875 is a Victoria-era chess automaton. See Scientific American Supplies, November 6, 1915, Tours and His Remarkable Automatic Devices. It consists of four principal components, hereafter referred to as... 
SCP-1875-1, 2, 3, and 4. SCP-1875-1. It is a steel chessboard table, 72 by 72 by 64 centimeters, with a standard 8 by 8 grid of 64 checkered squares painted on its surface. Based on its composition and patina, research staff have identified the exact material as English crucible steel, likely cast between 1820-something and 1870-something. On blank blank 1999, not 1999, 1990-something, mobile task force blank, retrieved SCP-1875 from an abandoned laboratory facility discovered beneath the former residence of blank university professor blank M blank in This belonged to Moriarty? It might have, in something Shire, England. A drive shaft designed to connect with SCP-3 protrudes from one side of the system's otherwise seamless enclosure. The table contains a sophisticated mechanical and biological system that controls a matrix of 64 electromagnets using an analytical engine composed of the combined brain tissue of the twin daughters of Russian chess prodigy, probably... Gary Kasparov, I'm thinking. Each square on the chessboard surface sits above a signal, single electromagnet, and each electromagnet can move one chess piece to one of eight neighboring squares. Researchers have developed several theories regarding the control's mechanism's functional specifications, but the nature of its biological component and possible sentience remain unverified. SCP-1875-2 is a complete set of 32 chess pieces carved in the oriental style from human bone. Each piece is affixed with a thin base pad of ferromagnetic iron. Samples of the bone used for the pieces have been matched genetically with sample tissues from Dash 1 slash A and Dash 1 slash B, the twin daughters of the Russian chess prodigy. Following the recovery of Dash 1, an anonymous individual associated with Professor M. Blank's estate submitted information to Foundation personnel regarding these chess pieces, leading to their subsequent discovery in the possession of blank h blank in new york city's washington square park scp-1875-3 is a stationary steam engine manufactured by maudsley sons and field circa 1840 also acquired from the estate of professor m blank and designed to spin dash one's drive shaft the engine has been modified from factory stock to allow speed adjustments it has five speed settings labeled in roman numerals 187-4 is a suit of 18th century samurai armor in the Gusoku style. Arrived in storage case with Dash 3, courtesy of Professor M. Blank's estate, historical evidence suggests that Dash 4 would have been situated on a chair beside the chess table, serving as a performance prop. Staff have not observed any objectively unusual activities. However, several visiting researchers have reported prolonged feelings of anxiety after making eye contact with the armor's faceplate. All right, time oh. to read those good old-fashioned addendums. Addendum 1, the intake report. Personnel involved, blank blank, the intake analyst, analyst conducted in 1990-something on location site blank. Description, SCP-1875 appears to be a crossed out, fully functional, chess play, fully mechanical chess playing machine from the mid-19th century. Unlike other early mechanical chess devices, see Standage, Tom, the Turk, the life and times of the famous 18th century chess playing machine, SCP-1875 does not appear to be designed to conceal a human operator within its case. 1875 was built for the same purpose as contemporaneous devices. 
as a traveling curiosity designed to be played by volunteers before a group of spectators who would be charged an admission fee. Identities of several of the machine's previous owners are known. See, data expunged. But reliable information regarding its original designers and fabricators remains elusive. When questioned about the origin of SCP-1875, a representative from the estate of Professor M. Blank directed us to a Russian newspaper clipping, see data expunged, found among the professor's belongings. The article concerns the disappearance of the twin 14-year-old daughters of Russian chess champion blank blank on blank blank 18 blank. Subsequent historical records indicate that the girls were never found and that Russian authorities failed to identify the persons responsible. Crossed out here is, however, we have yet to establish any connection between these events and SCP-1875. Evidence of the machine's public appearances, beginning in 18 blank under the name The Samurai, have been found in Russian, British, and American newspaper archives. See data expunged. The last recorded appearance of The Samurai occurred on April blank, 1906 in San Francisco, California. Its owner at the time, sideshow proprietor Mr. H. Blank H. Blank, perished in the aftermath oh. of the earthquake that struck San Francisco later that month. SCP-1875 was presumed to have been destroyed as well until its recent discovery by the Foundation. After assembling the components of SCP-1875 at the site blank intake facility, we have begun testing the device for anomalous properties. Oh boy, we're getting into the good stuff, boys. From 1875P blank department research director, uh, other test data happening, uh, formerly on 1177-1999, now 1107-1999. Upon complete assembly, it was confirmed that SCP-1875 chess hardware is fully operational. In this test, a modern chess computer with variable strength software was used to measure SCP-1875's analytical intelligence. We positioned one member of Class D personnel in containment with the machine, seated behind the chessboard's black side and facing 1875-4, which we positioned behind the white side. So in other words, D-class personnel sitting down at the table, and then the samurai armor is in the opposite chair on the white pieces. Five chess games were played, one on each of the steam engine speed settings. Instructions were provided through wireless speakers from behind plexiglass shielding to move each piece. 1875-D1 remained unharmed, and returned to the site for the next assignment. Here is a quick list of the chest strength of each setting, as estimated on ELO rating system. We're confident about the numbers measured on settings 1 through 4. And it shows 1 is pretty much a beginner ELO, 800 to 1,000, 1,000 to 1,200 for 2, a little more intermediate. 1,200 to 2,500 is somewhere between an intermediate and a master level. And then 2,500 and above for uh, level 4, which is Grandmaster level, pretty much. And then 5, uh, well, test on setting 5 remained the outlier, and so we performed additional tests with chess-proficient researchers. See, file 18755-blank, games, blank, blank. Initially, SCP-1875 exceeded blank ELO, a blank percentage increase from the maximum rating measured in our setting 4 tests. After game blank, 1875 chess play was marked by illogical moves. During game blank, illegal moves were observed, forcing us to abandon games in progress. This activity was seen more frequently as testing progressed. And then after game blank, looking like somewhere in the double digits, erratic piece movement was observed. The speed at which SCP-1875 moved its pieces increased and began to very violently ram pieces together on the board. Several chess pieces were chipped and we decided to cease testing until we could determine a way to proceed without causing more damage. Staff currently suspect that setting 5 may be malfunctioning due to excess age and wear. 
Five minutes later, the following was sent to all members of the SCP-1875 email distribution list. A1, B2, C3, D4, E5, F6, H7, G8. And then there was an image that has been redacted. 1875IMG-1AB, the redacted image, is an image file that appeared in the body of the suspicious email above. It has been removed through support due to unknown mimetic properties, which caused an adverse reaction in blank number personnel who unintentionally viewed it while checking their email on the date before others could be notified. The image appears to be a black and white photograph of two young girls, though first-hand accounts describe it as distorted or stretched in a visually disturbing manner. Wax amatable. Oh, that's a Russian execution file written to control subtle background movements in 1875-IMG-1AB. It is theorized to drive the mimetic effort of the image, though researchers have yet to confirm. The reaction to the exposure was characterized by symptoms uh, with zero seconds of exposure. In other words, you just looked at it and then glanced away. It was mild anxiety. Uh, 15 minutes of exposure, prolonged headaches, elevated body temperature. For two hours, restlessness, insomnia, auditory hallucination reported, often heard as quiet, childlike laughter. By four hours, visual hallucination was reported with intense anxiety. Seven hours, the subject remains conscious, though increasingly unresponsive to external stimuli. At the eleventh hour, there is a brief period of lucidity. The subject appears to recover and will immediately demand access to the computer on which the image was viewed. At the twelfth hour, self-mutilation is observed, and... The actions partaken at the 14th hour are redacted. And as a reminder, the first priority for responding to any exposure scenario must be removing the exposed person from the workstation immediately and isolating them from all networked computers, courtesy of the O5 Council. I, I, I'm, my, my personal headcanon for the redacted that happens at uh, 14 hours is that uh, it makes their genitals explode. You can't tell me otherwise. Okay. It's redacted. I'll believe that. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it too. And here we get really meta and spooky. Addendum 03 is a bunch of blank HTML code with a bunch of squares, mostly blank, a couple circles here and there, in a weird pattern. Are you guys ready for Addendum 04? Yes. Oh boy, am I. Uploading, 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 uploading. <clears throat> Oh uploading. no! Uploading. Oh no, there it is. There it is. Well, I'm ready, boys. Yep, going to hell. I'm ready for my genitals to explode. <laughs> so what did the let's what did that authorized personnel thing say? Uh way up at the top. Uh, we believe that computer networks at SCP-1875's holding site have been compromised. As a result, all electronic communications with the facility have been severed pending further notice. Overwatch HQ has declared a moratorium on future November 77 exercises until such time as we fully understand how it transmits and receives wireless communication <coughs> signals. Accordingly, I have amended these procedures with two clauses. One, exposure of SCP-1875 to wireless data networks, and two, treatment of individuals exposed to the image from the O5 Council. Well... Spooky. I, I do, I do remember reading this one. This is very spooky. Um, I think it's not the best one though. It's a little boring. Yeah, yeah. they don't get into the good stuff until like the very end. Yeah, I, yeah. I another thing, like, somebody's head to explode while playing chess. Yeah, I, I feel like if you, 
Like, 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 you could have done something with, like, the samurai or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's like, yeah, there's an armor included. Or, like, you explain, like, oh, yeah, some some dude ripped the brains out of these two 14-year-olds and wired them together to make a chess machine. And it's not like the, the foundation's like, hmm, maybe we should try to talk to the brains. Can they speak? What coherent thought can they put? They don't even go into that. Yeah. I mean, it's suggested that they're going to, but they don't. Very unfortunate. And it looks like the thing, like, took over its own SCP page, which is very strange. This is a, this is a big case of not, of showing way too little. Yeah. Yes. I also, I also feel like way too many things are redacted. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna redact so much, just don't say it in the first place. Alright, well. Yeah. Let's pick up some steam. Who next? Kai? Sure. Which one is mine again? 1356? 1356. Yeah, 1356. This one looks like a lot of fun. Okay. <clears throat> SCP-1356. Object class, safe. Special containment procedures. SCP-1356 is kept in a small box in the storage facilities of Research Sector 9, unless approved for removal and transportation. Description. SCP-1356 is a small bath toy, resembling one of several generic rubber duck designs. Tests indicate that the object is made of plasticized polyvinyl chloride. It is designed to emit a sharp squeak when squeezed. When held by a human subject, the object appears to displace liquid water. If a subject holding the toy attempts to enter a lake or pool, for example, they find that all liquid within an area extending approximately 152.4 by 81.3 by 45.7 centimeters from the body disappears. Tests performed in a small indoor pool revealed that the approximate volume of water before and after exposure to SCP-1356 remained consistent. However, even in the presence of a subject holding the anomalous duck, which is an amazing <laughs> name, by the way. The anomalous duck, I love that. Possibly a new username for me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> however, even in the presence of a subject holding the anomalous duck, Water levels were never observed to rise. This suggests that the object displaces the liquid to an unknown location from which it eventually, quote unquote, returns. No unusual or foreign substances have yet been detected in, quote unquote, displaced water, although pH levels indicate a slight increase in acidity. As the depth of displaced water never exceeds an average of 56 centimeters, a subject walking into a deep pool will eventually find their feet and legs submerged while the rest of the body remains dry. Even vigorous motions and leaps, however, never suffice to bring the upper body into contact with water. The rectangular dry space seamlessly shifts to accommodate even the most abrupt movements. Testing to discover the parameters of this phenomenon, as well as potential practical uses, are ongoing. See enclosed documents for updates and results. All right. This reminds me of like a good version of the SCP, where like the, uh, like 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 you're being chased by this underwater creature that will get you out of any body of water. If you guys remember that one. Oh yes, 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 I remember that one. I did that one. Yes, you did do that one. 
cinematic parallels. Ooh. <clears throat> Excerpt one, Tantalus effect. Objective determine the parameters of dry space, quote unquote. Procedure. Subjects of various heights instructed to enter water with SCP-1356 at depths never exceeding subject's shoulder height. Subjects encouraged to make every effort to bring hands or face into contact with the water surrounding the dry space created by the object. Results. So long as the object is in standing depth of water, the dry space will shift in accordance to the subject's motions, appearing to create a mobile rectangular indent in the water. This phenomenon, for unknown reasons does not apply to the lower extremities in depths exceeding 46 centimeters. When test subject bends, water recedes rather than come into contact with hands or upper body. Dry space appears to maintain its shape and volume as a rule. If subject at sufficient depth bends to the point of resting hands and knee, resting on hands and knees, the dry space will be covered over with water. Subjects report no change in air pressure, however, breathability of air is limited. The greatest depth at which this total submersion of object and dry space could be achieved was approximately 1.5 meters, dependent on height of subject. Excerpt 2. Insufficient life raft. Uh -oh. Objective. Determine whether dry space displacement can be used to keep subject afloat in deep water. Procedure. Four subjects of sufficient strength and flexibility instructed to carry SCP-1356 into water of a depth of 2.5 meters and attempt to draw legs up into dry space. Results? All subjects report the, the same results with variability... Oh my god. Now I'm starting to fuck it all up. With variable degrees of difficulty and time elapsed before exhaustion. The following rules have now been consistently demonstrated. Number one, once subject is out of standing depth, dry area SCP-1356 creates around subject, maintains its shape, volume, and orientation at the surface of the water. Out of standing depth, subjects and orientation inside of dry area becomes fixed, floating at waist depth. Subject will now be able to submerge hands and forearms in water below waist level, but any attempt to raise this water in handfuls is impossible. And number three, attempts to reorient upper and lower body inside dry space are exhausting, but prove fruitless. In addition, remaining in this suspended state for more than 10 minutes negatively impacts the circulation of blood to the lower body, eventually resulting in intense cramping and faintness. Excerpt three, sinking test. Objective. Test subjects' anomalous properties when not carried slash in contact with human subject. Procedure 1. SCP-1356 placed in a small pool. Results. Object does not displace any amount of water or affect pH levels in any significant way. Object floats. Procedure 2. SCP-1356 placed in a small pool and bombarded with jets of water and various items. Results. Despite the object's pliant PVC materials, being easily damaged outside of water, when placed in any volume of water sufficient to keep it afloat, object appears to resist all attempts to sink or damage it, bobbing, but always remaining upright and afloat. Well, with this object's origins in mind, these results might be prompting to examine the events and outcomes of Incident F-1992 more closely. Always struck me as our business, and Dr. Daruba is the one who said that quote. 
Hmm. And now an addendum one prolonged exposure to SCP-1356 hereafter defined as a sustained interval approaching or exceeding two hours in any depth of water appears to affect the subject's skin, which takes on the prune-like texture associated with autonomic nerve responses to prolonged contact with water. After two and a half hours of exposure, a subject were, well, a subject was also found to be significantly dehydrated despite receiving fluids before exposure to SCP-1356 and sweating minimally. And then Addendum 2 is a little drop-down note. Of course, it seems we haven't been, been testing the item's intended purpose. I'd imagine my nephew would say it works rather well, says Dr. C. What a fucking meme of an SCP. I love this mm. one. Yeah, it's a good one. I enjoyed it. Thank you for loaning me an SCP. You are welcome. I wish we'd traded. I think the best <laughs> one was a keeper. It I is. I will say, um, I, I would like to request to go next because I don't want to end off the SCP reading on mine. Okay. Okay. So, my SCP is SCP-5706. Skyrim speedrun prank. Gone wrong. Gone oh, sexual. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> no! <laughs> adult content. This article contains adult content that may not be suitable for all readers. If you are above the age of 18 and I wish to read such content, you may click here to view said content. Oh, that means I have to leave. <laughs> 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 I'm S back. SCP-5706. Object class, Euclid. SC Special containment procedures. The Foundation has made large anom anonymous donations to sexually transmitted disease awareness and prevention programs in a number of countries with documented SCP-5706 outbreaks. The patients to the antiviral drug Aculover and Velaculover have been purchased by foundation front companies. And these drugs have been substantially reduced in price to aid in SCP-5706 containment efforts. Individuals identified as carriers of SCP-5706 are to be detained and questioned about their sexual history to identify <laughs> other possible carriers then treated with a targeted antiviral drug developed as part of the SCP-5706 containment initiative. Before release, Former SCP-5706 carriers should be treated with Class B or C amnestics, depending on the duration of infection. Samples of SCP-5706 are stored in BioSite-66's cryogenic storage facility. Research proposals involving exposure of D-class personnel to SCP-5706 must be approved by Site-66's Ethics Committee Liaison. And all experimental subjects must be treated with the targeted SCP-5706 antiviral at the conclusion of the experiment. Description. SCP-5706 is a strain of the herpes simplex virus that causes a perceptual anomaly when an infected individual orgasms. The non-anonymous symptoms of SCP-5706 are identical to that of HSV-2. The strain of herpes simplex, which causes most cases of genital herpes, Blisters appear on the genitalia within approximately seven days of initial exposure and heal over the next several weeks. SCP-5706 is transmitted in the same way as non-anomalous HSV-2, and use of barrier contraptions such as condoms can reduce its spread. 
Also, hold on. I would just like to make a statement as a, as a biology student. Uh, and anybody wanting to go into biology, if you have never wanted to see a penis infected with an SCD, I am sorry, but no, but no matter how hard you try, you the, the, your education will find a way to show you a picture of one. As I was assaulted while reading my microbio picture, my microbio textbook of a picture of a penis infected with gonorrhea. Thank I you, haven't seen it yet. Textbook. Oh no. It's going to happen, it don't is. worry. Or, of course, if you go on the syphilis page on Wikipedia for your presentation like I did, there is a picture. I'm Good. not doing that. When an SCP-5706 infected individual is brought to orgasm, either alone or with a partner, they experience a perceptual anomaly which includes total sensory hallucination and significant time dilation. This perceptual anomaly consists of the entirety of the action role-playing game's video game Skyrim, released by Bethesda Softworks in 2011, including the three downloadable expansion packs, Dawnguard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn. Beginning at the start of the game, the player creates character awakens in a horse-drawn carriage on their way to be executed, and not ending until they defeat the final the, the defeat of the game's, air quotes, final boss. The Dragon Alduin. At the end of the main questline, affected individuals report being placed into the world of the game completely, able to perform actions not normally possible in the original game, with uh, the footnote of climbing walls and moving furniture. But that's, uh, that's a little weird because Bethesda games fucking suck. Yeah, I said it. However, conversations with non-player characters are still limited to the game's original dialogue options. And certain areas, such as any land beyond the bounds of the game's world map, remain inaccessible. Affected individuals are able to access the game's menus, manage their inventory, and save and load their progress by closing their eyes, but all menu options that would quit out of the game are unavailable. Affected individuals report being aware that they will remain in the game world until they complete the main quest line, regardless of how much subjective time it takes an individual to complete Skyrim with a footnote. Recorded subjective times have ranged from approximately two hours. Subject was, at the time, the world record total of for the glitchless main quest Skyrim right speedrun category to over one year. To outside observers, the perceptual anomaly only lasts for the duration of the orgasm. And its physical signs, closed eyes, open mouth, labored breathing, are nearly indistinguishable from the effects of a practically strong orgasm. SCP-5706 was first discovered in June 2017 when Foundation agents were alerted to reports of unusual behavior following an orgy held by attendees of the Electronic Entertainment Expo E3 in Los Angeles, California. A number of participants were detained and interviewed. Those who had experienced the effects of SCP-5706 all reported sexual contact with a man who resembled Todd Howard, <laughs> the creative director of Skyrim. Oh my god. At the time of the orgy, Mr. Howard was on stage at Bethesda Softworks' E3 presentation. When interviewed, Mr. Howard denied all knowledge of the orgy and of SCP-5706. Surveillance of Mr. Howard's banking records revealed that he had recently made lo several large payments to an account registered under the name Simoplex. Oh, it links to another SCP! Yeah, it's another uh, herpes-type thing. But oh my gosh. The, but, the, but, but the game is uh, Neverwinter Nights. And ERPing. Oh my this, god, no! This, 
This account was emptied and closed on the day of the orgy, and all attempts to trace the individual to whom the account belonged have so far been fruitless. The investigation is ongoing. Damn. Holy shit. This one is really stupid. Incredibly stupid, but it's also really funny. That's why I said I don't want to end on it, because I don't know how I feel about ending an SCP reading for Halloween with, yeah, this is the STD of Skyrim. It's not the STD of Skyrim, it's a, it's an STD that is Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim is a Sounds sex, great. transmitted disease. If you ever have sex with somebody who says, hey, do you want to play Skyrim? You should probably never speak to them ever again. Yeah, Skyrim sexually killing your really intimate mother. Yeah, how, how could they? Alright, so... I'll never forget you, Mima. Uh, what's it called? I have chosen... I have chosen a very controversial SCP amongst the community. The page is protected. You can't discuss it. Uh, I think you, 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 you can rate it, but it's protected. It can never be deleted. And it is a toss-up on whether or not it's good or whether or not it's one of the worst ever written. And if you're wondering why it's controversial, it's because it... Uh, contains subject matter relating to those of the transcontinental variety. You can almost say that they <laughs> translate and transcribe their own DNA. You're right. Damn. Damp. So, without further ado, SCP-2721. Uh, the SCP logo has been changed to reflect that of the transgender flag. Hell yeah. And the co the color, or at least the color of the bottom, is the pink and blue. So we have, uh, as I just said, uh, object class was Keter Provisi, and it was changed to Euclid. Uh, special containment procedures, SCP-2721's interference with the servers of Tumblr Incorporated is to be masked according to standard procedure SCP-3937. Any attempt to change, uh, this was crossed out, any attempt to change the focus or amount of SCP-2721's blog post, Liar's blog posts, is to be treated as a containment breach. Any att attempts at tracking down the true identity of SCP-2721 Liar or SCP-271 Lord is to be treated as a containment breach. Twelve researchers are to maintain blogs on Tumblr and attempts to befriend and further contain SCP-2721 Liar. Suppression of 2721 is to be maintained through Procedure Fort 13 Diamond that has been crossed out. As of blank blank 20 blank, Procedure 413 Diamond has been discontinued as a change in conditions failed to result in EB-class ontological breakdown. If SCP-2721 begins to enact its directives, Protocol 1111 Scratch is to be executed. See Document A. The contents of Liar's blog and Lord's private blog are to be cataloged in the databases of Site-73. If Lord is to mention any attempt to repair Liar, Protocol 1111 Scratch is to be executed. Crossed out. Research is underway to serve potential further antimetamatic properties of 2721. As such, a provisional designation of Keter has been given until the extent of such properties are fully understood. Not crossed out. As of blank blank, 20 blank, no further antimimetic properties have been detected. Its containment has stabilized. Reclassification to Euclid approved. 2721 is a satellite of indeterminate origin, currently in a selenosynchronous orbit on the far side of Earth's moon. It consists of two entities, designated Liar and Lord, connected by an umbilical cord-like object, which consists of both inorganic circuitry and organic biological components. 
2721 is able to conceal itself by both passively affecting electronics and generating a weak antimagnetic SEP field. I'm just not going to read that. Due to the fact that 2721's physical form is indiscernible to untrained individuals. Lyre consists of a fluxing flesh-like substance, which is covered in what appears to be ocular protrusions. While constantly fluxing, a few characteristics can be determined through its effects on the moon's gravitational field, including mass and redacted. Lord is a spherical dome-shaped entity with cilia-like objects containing redacted protruding across the spherical surface. Due to posts made on both Liar and Lord's blogs, coupled with the analysis of the EB-class ontological breakdown scenarios, Liar is theorized to observe a given planet and generate 2721's SEP field, while Lord is thought to propel its cilia towards the planet during an EB-class ontological breakdown scenario. It is unknown when 2721 was created or how long it has been in orbit. Though undetectable under normal circumstances, possible depictions of 2721 are present in ancient Greek, Christian, and Mechanite mythologies. While the physical makeup of 2721 is unknown, it is theorized to be a technobiological weapon. 2721 or entities of similar purposes have been confirmed to be the cause of EB-class ontological breakdown scenarios on planets CGTG-612, TTGA-984, and TTGT-78C. On, uh, what... October 25th, 2011, five days from now, ten years ago, oh. uh, routine foundation scan... Is this an SCP that didn't censor the date? They usually do that. That's Holy what we um, Routine foundation scans detected electromagnetic broadcast being transmitted from an otherwise empty section of Luna's surface with the headquarters of social media company... Tumblr Incorporated. These waves resulted in minor server disturbances which removed the daily post limit on a single blog. Later was discovered to be Liar's blog. Further investigation led to the discovery of 2721. Afterwards, several other anomalies were discovered to result from its presence, such as one of the moon's gravitational field anomalies and redacted. Liar presents itself on its blog as a trans woman artist and blogs cross out exclusively about social justice issues, its content, and the webcomic Homestock. It has maintained a large group of acquaintances on the website and is well known for its Homestuck. Theories, drawings, and discussions. Lord maintains a primary aesthetic blog and secondary private blog in which it talks about its feelings regarding Liar. Giving Lord's blog post is theorized that a malfunction in Liar's programming caused it to become fixated on the webcomic Homestuck instead of its original directives. Selections from 2721 Liar's blog. My about. My name's Lyris. You've probably seen my Homestuck stuff, but if you're here after reading some discourse post I wrote, I'm sorry to say that you're going to arrive in a world of disappointment. I normally try to stay away from getting too heavy on the issues anymore. I'm mostly here to post my bad Homestuck theories and talk to friends. I think that's, oh, an art. I do art too, I guess. If I follow you, I'd like you to tag for tripophobia, scopophobia, homophobia, transmisogyny, alien abductions, and any mention or imagery assaulted with associated with childbirth or menstruation sorry it's for dysphoria reasons i'm not grossed out a gr grossed out misanthrope i promise my tags are extraneous data removed i'm not sure what else to put here i love the earth and here we have an example of 2721's liar character artwork depicting the character calliope next one i've never really felt comfortable about my body but being here on this website and reading fuck 
fucking Homestuck has helped me realize what I wanted, what I want me to be. Cleope is probably one of the reasons why, honestly. I chose womanhood like she did. Not that there isn't dysphoria for me, Lamau, and she's who I feel like sometimes. She's just this strange person that none of you will ever understand, just aping things that she's seen other people do in an attempt to be happy, playing at a kind of beauty that she could never attain. It was the first push I'd felt. It told me I could change for the better, that the past and even the present isn't gospel. It told me that even if dreams weren't always going to come true, happiness could. Jesus, did that even make sense? I just hope he drops the update soon. And then we have uh, some more here. Uh, where we go? My body is a f just a fucking grotesque amalgam of flesh. It's just a fucking lump of cells and whatever garbage which gathered together on some damn space rock one day and set up shop. And I gotta live with that. I've gotta live with some damn thing I never wanted. Dealing with grief over its day-to-day -day functions. Playing a game with the gravest consequences. And I just want it to be over. I just want it to be done. I never fucking asked to hold my fate in my hands, let alone the fate of others. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. Why, 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 why? Why am I a, a fucking horror terror of tissues? Just an enormous eldritch fuck-up. It's like Lovecraft got up uh, got up off the pot one day, and when he wiped, he decided to keep the fucking shit-smeared toilet paper for inspiration. Fucking framed it, and after his death, it was sold at an auction to a dumb family who takes goddamn family photos with it. There it is, shit-stained teepee just sitting in the background, waiting and watching. Kids see their baby pictures and ask their parents, what's that in the background? Or told it's goddamn Howard Phillips Lovecraft shit-wipe still covered in his biological material, and they better be goddamn grateful. And period. You know what? what's this is fucking poetry right here? I'm gonna have to make that something. Lyris. They are one grotesque amalgam of flesh. She is a horror terror of tissues. I am an eldritch fuck-up. Lovecraft shitstain. Medium ass paper. That's fucking poetry. I've done terrible things. Back when I didn't know what I was. Back before I felt good about myself. I mean, I didn't know they were bad, I guess, but does that excuse me? I don't think... No. I know that this kind of shit... I did cannot be excused. And please, fuck, do not send me some sad sack fucking anon about how perfect and pretty and beautiful I am or whatever the fuck ever. I should feel like this. I should feel bad about what I was. I will forget. I can't forget. I think that's for the best. It'll help me be me. I'm just changing for the fucking better. I'm just gonna fucking get better because that's all I can do. Welcome to the new gospel. I'm the goddamn preacher, so listen up. Fuck the past. Future is what counts now. Live for tomorrow and sin no fucking more. I was in a bad place before Homestuck. I mean, not like I am not now, Lamau, but a worse place. Everything looked seemed the same. Everything was the same. I couldn't enjoy anything at a level that was real. Everything that was just skimming the surface. I could never, uh, never get down to the core of anything, understand everything, only see, uh, only watch, only wait for someone or something else to do something. I felt sad's a shitty way to put it. I was joyless. Eli couldn't even make me feel anything, and I'm not sure I could feel anything before I realized I was a woman. Maybe finally opening myself up to this made me allow me to finally feel. I've heard a lot of people going on HRT and, like, crying a lot. I always hear people talking about being on estradiol for a while and causing them to just, you know, cry for no reason. Just some tears. I don't know. I can't physically transition, giving my issues, but I feel like this kind of mental transition is not a similar thing to me. I can cry. I can laugh. I mean, that's sort of shit... When I talk about it being hard to distinguish between getting into Homestuck and realizing I was a lady, they're so fucking intertwined. They both gave me an awakening that just sort of came from each other. I know lately I've been posting a sad shit, but honestly I'm happier and more productive. I hope y'all want to date monsters because I might be in the process of making something special. Winky face. 
that I've ever been. I can't quite explain it right, but the fact that I've been able to feel sad is an improvement. It's like once there was just a void with nothing in it, but now I'm feeling. It's feeling as wonderful. I think Ellis is starting to enjoy Homestuck too. It's even making aesthetic posts for it. I knew that loser didn't actually hate jokes. God, it's such a cute nerd. I'm so lucky to have it. I really am. I'm lucky to have you guys. I hope you all have a good night. I hope you all are becoming the people that you want to be. It bothers me sometimes that I'll never look like the women I see on here. I really do honestly love seeing all your HRT timelines. Honest to God, I'm not saying anything bad about that. Please don't think that. I just feel so down about it. I just, I try so fucking hard, but I will never look the way I want to, the way I feel, the way I am, in a way that precedes all being. God doesn't even make sense. And I'm starting to think that it's, I'm okay though, even if it doesn't. I mean, like, remember the Calliope metaphor I brought up so long ago? One of the things I didn't bring up was the fact that she is beautiful. She is beautiful. She might just be mimicking what she sees other people do. That doesn't mean she isn't her own self and she isn't beautiful. And I guess I might be beautiful too. I don't think I'm being revolutionary by not being able to transition. It doesn't bother me as much as anyone anymore, if everyone in the world, but you guys don't think I'm a woman. It just means so much to me that you all treat me so nice. You all say such nice things about my drawings. You help me when I'm down. You interact with me in general. Say that I don't deserve this, but I'm happy that you find me worthy of your love. All of this love. I'm happy you find me beautiful. I will never hurt anyone ever again. Eli and I had a talk last night. I think I feel better. It loves me. I love it. I think I have the best Moirail in the world. I'm glad we're both not interested in like sex stuff that certainly helps but just in general eli understands me like no one else ever could we've been together so long as a part of me honestly i'm re-watching s terezi remember and crying eli doesn't understand why i keep watching it if it makes me cry it's such a dork eli's so good at understanding where i'm coming from but goddamn if it doesn't understand the importance of a good solid weep i guess there's always been that slight disconnect though it doesn't like, it doesn't really get it at all. I don't know. It just might be bad, this whole feeling thing. And that's okay. I wasn't either. I'm so uncomfortable. Sometimes calling myself a woman, I'm... No. I feel so ugly and repellent. Yet, Eli tells me that I'm beautiful. It told me. And I quote, I was large and contained all things. Lamal, what does that even mean? I guess I got the weirdo Moirail I deserve then. God, it's such a fucking nerd. It really is. I don't think anyone could ever make me happier. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Almost forgot. I got Eli to do some writing on that monster dating project. Thing I was working on, so expect it to be coming soon. We don't have a working title for it yet, but I'm sure to help you get, feel your guys' cravings after Homestuck is done. Uh, would somebody like to read Lord's private blog? Let's, because let's, I let's take a second to digest what the fuck we just read. That was like what eight solid minutes of reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like eight solid minutes of reading. So my 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 the gist of what I'm getting here is that this thing discovered like sentience. Well, well so like it started like going through the internet, right? And it's like it's trying to look at things and figure things out, and then it kind of, like, learns, like, what a human is and starts implanting on that and decides that it's, like, a woman. And so that's why it's, like, saying, like, I'm a trans woman, but it's not that it was, like, male. It's because it was a weird, like, eldritch horror, and it just, like, wants to be, like, normal. Yeah, it's an interesting concept, yeah. certainly. I think and then obviously, it's very... Obviously it's... Yeah. I'm I'm getting that the because you know it it it's like tethered together to this thing and I'm assuming that they're immortal, um and they just kind of had to deal with each other but it kind of sounds like they're best friends yeah kind of kind of deal that's what a Moirail is sorry I'm disgusting Homestuck trash it's it's been it's been a while since I remembered the the tree or whatever of troll relationships yeah. I think it's very creative and very interesting. I think it's 
overly wordy, to be honest. I mean, I don't think we need yeah. how many pages of material is this? Like probably three or four solid pages of reading. <laughs> yeah. But I'll go ahead and read a uh, Lord's private blog if that's all right with you guys. That's fine. Go for it. She has asked me to call her she. She her pronoun. She tells me. She of the tongue of Earth. She enjoys it. She says she has found something worthwhile. She is reading a comic, she says. She asks me to make a blog. She shows me the blog site. It is filled with images and sounds and colors. She tells me to put whatever pleases me on my blog. She tells me I can talk about my secret feelings on this blog. She assures me that she will never look at it. She also talks to other entities about the pictures and the words in the comic. The entities on the planet we are sent to monitor and then end. She tells me not to do it anymore. We will not do it anymore. She will not let me. She says that she is afraid of it. What we do. I do not understand being afraid of what is natural. I do not understand humor. She has started making jokes with me. She tells me this is humor. I understand what humor is. I do not understand the point of it. She tells me things called jokes. That is what the comic is about, she says. It is jokes. I do not like jokes. They seem to be lies or frivolous events. They are strange things that have no place in what we are. I do not understand the comic with the trolls and the children. I do not understand why she enjoys them. I have read it. I have read it exactly 13,412 times. My totality is currently dedicated to understanding this, and puzzles may lie within. Something is there. Somewhere is something that broke her. Something within the frivolity and the strange letters and the images and the strange things with their orifices wide and open. I tell her I am reading it to be closer to her. I have never had to lie. We were one once. We were unable to lie to each other once. We are connected, but now she is closed to me. She says privacy is important to her now. We did not have the word before. She asked me to call her Lyris. We had never experienced names. I have fixed her before. She has fixed me before. We were broken then. She tells me we are not broken now. She tells me she is happy. I do not understand why there is room for happiness. She has asked if she could call me Eli. I said yes. I do not understand why I need a name. We have never had names. She is malfunctioning. But she says she is happy. She does not want to remember how we look. She says it is dysphoria when one feels bad that their body does not look the way they want it to. I do not understand the body. I do not understand feeling pleasure or displeasure in the way I look. Lyris is drawing now. It makes her happy, she says, to draw. She enjoys drawing the strange things from the comic she enjoys. I worry that if I do not fix her that she will become something completely other than what I am. I worry, though. I could be broken. Am I broken too? She would not fix me. That is, unless I fixed her. That is, unless I repaired her damaged self. I could revert her to a state before this strange place, before these strange words, and before these strange pictures that have made her so different. 
I do not remember ever worrying. I do not know what she would do in my position. I do not know what I will do. I do not understand the puppet in the comic. I do not know why it does what it does. I hate its strange cheeks. I hate the clown with the paint on its face. I hate the honking noises. I hate the way they move with their sickening limbs flopping about. I look at them, and to look at them is an aberration. They are disgusting. I do not like it. I do not understand what is funny about tiny, false men. I do not like the lies. I do not like the strange softness of them. I do not think I can see what she sees. I just want to stop and say that may be the funniest thing I have ever heard anybody say about anything out of Homestuck. She says, It's a great summary. It's a wonderful <laughs> summary. Strange, tiny, false men. <laughs> she says she is happy when I blog. I put the pictures of the things that delight the senses. Things like that scarce in this world. Things are strange here. I do not think she wants to leave. I do not think it is right for me to fix her. We have malfunctioned before, and I do not remember happiness then. I only remember small things breaking. She may not be broken. She may have been fixed. I think I like the angry gray one. <laughs> she has been doing art requests and taking commissions. She is helping another one of her friends. She has many friends. She draws images of the friends when they ask her. She sometimes draws images of her friends how they wish to see themselves instead of what they are. She tells me this is a fursona. This is a kind of lying, and it is strange. I asked her to draw a picture of us, our current state, not how she wished us to be. She refused. She did not want to remember how she looked. She said she was ugly. I do not understand what is ugly and what is not. I know only that there are pleasing things, and that there are things that are unworthy. I told her this. I do not think it worked. I told her that she was beautiful. I do not know beautiful, but to tell her such a thing is to make her happy. I told her that any form she took was beautiful. I told her that she was magnificent, and that she was large. I told her she contained more than any of us could understand. I told her so many things. I do not think she feels better. I hope she feels better yet. She drew a picture of us. She said it is not something to put on her main blog. It is something for me. I am posting it here because it is good for things which pleases me to be on my blog. I think she is beautiful and she is my friend. She says the image is only a sketch. That it is unfinished. I do not think so. I think it is perfect. She says I am her Moirail. It is an invention of Homestuck. I am not sure what it exactly means. I am not sure that she does either. I believe it means a friendship of love. A love platonic. I believe that she too is my Moirail. I am breaking, I think. I may already be broken. I am repaired otherwise. I do not understand so much. She is pleased, and that is what which matters. I do not remember caring about her happiness so dearly. I do not remember caring about happiness. She is beautiful, even if she thinks she is a monster. She forgets that she is only the one who watches and who catalogs. I am the one who does. 
I will remain broken as long as she is happy. I will not do what I am here to do. I will not commit the act I am here to do. I will not do what fulfills my purpose. I will love my friend until the parts that make me crumble into dust. I will help make this world one worthy of us both. Holy shit. I think the second part with the Lord's blog, I think that's the most interesting part of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... So my so my 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 general thoughts on what this thing is, and you you can give me your interpretations if you want. But there are two halves. So so what I think happens is that they just he describes liar as being filled with a bunch of stuff. So I think what liar seeds planets with life, and then they observe it. And Lord is described as finding things that are scarce to be beautiful. So I think they monitor a planet, and if the species is destroying the environment just like sucking everything up then they nuke it and move on is at least what i i got to their their nature because hmm. because there is the, this this image here of like the like the uh there's like a like a like a sperm with like the cilia that's like liar and it's attached to the eyes uh the the eye organ here yeah, it's strange. It well, liar is definitely meant to gather information. That's we can determine that Lord doesn't really gather information. Liar is the one that's supposed to gather the info. Lord is the doing one. Lord is the as doing. As he said. Also, I like how it's a Lord and liar are technically a reference to Calliope and Calibro in a way. Mm-hmm. And Lord, uh, it's really ironic. Liar is sort of she's she's trying to be Calliope, but she's not really Calliope. But Lord feels like some kind of weird, super ultra moral not morality, but really dedicated, loving version of Calibro or Caliborn, I should say. I keep saying Calibro. It's really interesting. I think Lord ties it together. Like if it was just Liar, like oh ha ha trans yeah it, w it would be stupid Andrew. it would be really stupid but lord really gives some depth to it because it shows liar like doesn't really understand and can't maybe can't even do anything about it it seems like lord is the only one that can actually really do things quote unquote and the ending yeah. i think the ending is what really ties it together for me because oh, for it's sure. terrifying we don't know what Lord's going to do. Only that it's going to do something. Well, that it can do something. Yeah. And also, it's not going to just for well, liar. It, it looks like the, the the term EB class ontological breakdown uh, scenario hasn't been used in any other SCP. But going after the um, the definition of ontology, which is uh, like reality. Um, existence being becoming and reality it sounds like they can just blink worlds out of existence interesting yeah, it's very 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 fucked up I dude think... the line yeah. oh no go ahead no what were you saying I was gonna say the line I will love my friend until the parts that make me crumble into dust like Jesus Christ that hit yeah I well, think this is really different. good 
Yeah, it's oddly wholesome. I really like. Uh, I I know because I because I because like if you type this if you type SCP two seven two one you'll go go into a bunch of like Reddit threads and DeviantArt discussion posts on this fan fiction because I know a lot of people just go oh this is just someone self insert and I know like <clears throat> if you just look at the the Tumblr and the if trans you look at the liar blog it's, it's kind of cringe. Yeah, but like you need to read the whole. You need to get the whole picture of it. Yeah, honestly, mm -hmm. I feel like if you shortened Liar's blog by like a page, it would be perfect. Because the problem I think is Liar's blog goes on for a lot of other stuff that's just sort of there to set the tone of oh, it's a quirky trans woman posting on Tumblr about loving Homestuck, and it's an <clears throat> eldritch horror, and that's what the humor is. But See, this is this is what I find interesting about something like this in SCP. Is SCP isn't necessarily eldritch, but it's hinting at it. It's just it's just on the yeah. cusp of you literally couldn't comprehend this. It's like making eldritch comprehensible is what I think the best parts of SCP are. Because if it's just like, oh, it's beyond your understanding, redaction, 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 mm, ooh. like the chess one, that was just kind of weird, like. Okay, mm -hmm. I guess some stuff happened. Cool. But SCP is from... It was from 4chan originally, wasn't it? I don't remember where it originally... It was either uh, Something Awful or 4chan. It feels like... It might have been two. Something Awful. Either way... Uh, yeah, it was It was in the Paranormal X form of 4chan. Okay. Uh, SCP-173 was the first uh, SCP. That's right. That's right. Um, it has some of the best humor and character of 4chan. It's not like the really cringy incel shit, but like people who are way too into thinking about stuff. And that's why I like this. That's why I really like this post, I think. Is it's very, very hyper-focused on this one idea. What if Eldritch Super Satellite, right? Like, really scary idea just came to Earth. But then this other shit happens to it. And I think it's it's the two halves that make it work for me. I, I quite like it. I didn't like it in the first half, but the second half got me. I feel like that, that seems to sum up everybody's thoughts on it. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. What I was going to say earlier, I don't think... I don't know. I feel like putting the trans flag on the SCP Foundation, I feel like that almost spoils the SCP a little bit. Like, you just instantly know, okay, this is going to be something related to that. I feel like if you didn't have that and it just came out of fucking nowhere, that would be both funnier and serve the purpose better. I think I could see it going both ways. Because I feel almost as though this is set up to make it look like it's kind of just going to be a joke. About like haha eldritch horror trans woman you know mm -hmm. yeah and then it takes a complete 180 and i think maybe the point is to be shocked by the 180 yeah i'd buy that yeah i understand why they protected this page because i can't i can't imagine the the toxic uh review bombing and discussion oh, that was God, going on into the thing because honestly this isn't this isn't anything like like I like it. It's good, but it's nothing like terrible or like you know. It's not like this has a giant titty monster in it <laughs> or fucking or whatnot. 
Yeah, it's STD. Dare I say it's almost wholesome in some ways? It is. I think it definitely uh it's not I won't go so far as to say it's huffing its own farts with the liar blog, but it it kind of <laughs> derails itself a little bit when you get into the blog. I think okay, seeing a picture or of just Calliope drawing something and saying, my about, my name's Lyris, you've probably seen my Homestuck stuff, and it's about, like, a trans Eldritch Horror. That's fucking hilarious. That's comedy gold right there. But the fact that it goes on and on mm-hmm. and on, I, I I don't know. I feel like you could pare it down by at least 15%, and that would be all it really needs to do. Because the problem is, you spend a long time just reading mostly about stuff that's not the real hard-hitting meat of the SCP. You spend a long time reading the other stuff. Although, in contrast, an argument against myself, I feel like the meat of the SCP isn't as impactful if you don't spend a long time building into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though. Yeah, I, I think I, I would trim down the, the liar blog bit, but I think all in all, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a solid read. More solid than most, I would say. Certainly a lot of dedication went into this, I must imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't, I just can't believe that it's fucking Homestuck, though. Oh my yeah, god. The Homestuck is really funny. Yeah. Dude, there's an SCP based on, uh... The... And carcinization, the, the 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 thing that like non crabs become crabs. It's it's SCP. <laughs> yes, that's beautiful. Literally, my favorite biological concept. We have to uh, we have to read that next time. Yeah, post that in the Discord right now. I will post it under uh, I'll fix to be continued. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Does anyone have anything else to say before we wrap up for the night? Hey, you should totally come see us at Yomacon. You Maybe. should come see us at Yomacon. Please you know come see us. You know what else you should do? You should come see us at Colossal Con. We have like 14, 14 hours of panels. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding, by the way. We have 14 hours of panels at Colossal Con, Texas. It's going oh to be And amazing. we have... We have seven hours at Yomacon, so if you yeah, want to see us, please come talk to that, us. That's literally spending near, or, or at least at Colossal Con, that's half a day that you guys get to spend with us. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Jacob's amazing miniature painting panel. By the way, the schedule is already up for Colossal Con, Texas. Uh, I might as well list off the amazing convention uh, panels that we'll be doing at Colossal Con, Texas 2021. 20, the, these are all on Friday, and then I'll say which ones are on the other days. Friday, the Variety Hour Game Show at 12 p.m. Heisei History, Exploring Common Writer from 2000 to 2020, Friday at 3 p.m. A Loremaster's Guide to the Horus Heresy, 7 p.m. It's a two-hour panel, so prepare your ass for that. So You Think You Can Read Fan Fiction 4, a staple of our tried-and-true classics, will be on at midnight. These are on Saturday. Painter's Theory, a guide to painting miniatures at 11 a.m. Abridging an abridged history. This will also be at Yomacon. Saturday at 3 p.m. Shrine Maiden School, a guide for Toho. 
at 6 p.m. Daikaiju, a guide to giant Japanese monsters at 9 p.m. Hot take, you have bad tastes, will be at midnight. And last but certainly not least on Sunday, we have Lost in Adaptation, what was left out of Power Rangers, and Faction's Guide to 40,000, a Warhammer panel. Very nice. It will be wonderful. We have a lot of shit. We got we got a lot. We got a lot of fucking shit. You guys gonna fucking own Yomacon after that? How many panels are at Yomacon? How long so is Yomacon? So at Yomacon we have five panels. At Colossal Con we have uh, eleven. Oh my god! Um, I, I mean, there there are uh, is a schedule for Yomao yet? Schedule for Yomacon is not out yet, uh, which is why I have okay, not they, said they, they they just announced the uh, the guests, right? Yep. I believe tomorrow will be the day, well, when we're recording this. So I'm just going to say it. So abridged and uh, abridged, abridging and abridged history will be out. A beginner's Guide to LGBTIA Media. Dragon Dungeons and Improv is another one that we are doing. Uh, we also got What the Fuck is This? The guy, a Weird World of the Internet. That's a, that's a fun one. And of course, our cash cow. Chain of Memories, a bootleg Kingdom Hearts novel. Yeah! We're gonna be milking that son of a bitch until it's fucking dry and a dead horse so we can read the second book and beat that bitch. We we, we have to uh, get get people talking about it. Yep, it's gotta be done. Our mission isn't complete until one big YouTuber decides to review it. Big book YouTuber. Yeah, you, you guys need to make it very, very, very <laughs> clear every time you talk about it that we need to get credit for discovering it. Fuck everybody else. We don't care. We yeah, did. that one, that it's one Tumblr best. post that uh, fuck it that Sergio found. Yeah, it doesn't no. exist anymore. No. I can't even find it. It's, it's it's literally impossible for me to find that original Tumblr post. I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I was literally looking for a picture of the Tumblr post specifically for the panel, and I could not find it. Uh, I should be able to do that. I, I just have to... Let me just go and dig through it. Anyways, regardless, we hope to see you at Yomacon, maybe at ColossalCon, Texas. Please say hi. Please stop by. I probably won't sound like this when you see me, but if I do, I will say anything that you want in a very sensual, deep voice. I, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, if you'd like an autograph, I don't, I don't understand why you would, but if you would like us to autograph something, I'd be down for that. I will sign your face if you want me to. I'll I don't sign. know why you would want that. Like, you know, you know, the first thing that I looked up when I looked in, uh, has images is just a bunch of really cringy pictures of my ex. I don't know why they're here. Um, and also James Charles chapped ass. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, for, for whatever reason, you uh, you said that in my brain thought Nikocado Avocado, and then I proceeded to die in turn. Oh. Uh, I'm glad I haven't seen Nikocado Avocado's ass. I'm very happy. He hasn't. He has an OnlyFans, and according to Critical, he is assaulted by it every time he gets on Twitter. So I, I assume it's out there somewhere. That, that's I don't actually, want to see it. That's actually really funny. Turn that into an SCP. Nikocado avocado. That would be a day. Object class, Keter. Only if you're food. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, pretty safe. Man. 
only I could find that Tumblr post. I found a Pickle Me Elmo. Oh. And pictures of uh, Jake's dog. All right. I think it's time that we end this before we ramble too much longer. I think Michael needs to rest. Okay. Okay, love you. We love you. We love you. I love you.